greetings. Welcome back. To another nerve-shattering, spine-tingling episode of The Eternal Now on WFMU.org. My name is Andy Ortman. I'm going to be sitting here with you for the next hour. Enjoying every second of the hair-raising horror I'm about to present to you. Can do something a little different this week. This is a CD from the Saxon Gregory Productions label. It is entitled, Phil Blankenship Plays Criminally Insane. This is a movie, Criminally Insane. This is Phil Blankenship. I heart noise fame of yesteryear. I heart noise. A forum for noise and all things related to noise and experimental, harsh, etc. Also, uh, curator of the Tronics label, Phil Blankenship. A review from IMDb states that Criminally Insane is an obese woman recently released from an insane asylum kills anyone who attempts to get her to stop eating. And that's partially true. I guess that's entirely true, but that doesn't really say it all. Um, let's see here. If we go to horrorpedia.com, we have Criminally Insane, also known as Crazy Fat Ethel, is a 1975 U.S. horror film written and directed by Nick Millard as Nick Phillips, also known for Satan's Black Wedding, Dr. Bloodbath, Dracula in Vegas, and The Turn of the Screw. Ethel was played by Priscilla Alden who also appears in the Death Nurse movies. This is from 1975. This is Criminally Insane. Sit back and enjoy. Thank you. 
it all right now, Doctor? Our granddaughter's case is a very strange one, Mrs. Janowski. Severe paranoid manifestations, long periods of depression, violent outbursts. Quite frankly, it's against my better judgment that she's being released. I see. I'm going to make weekly appointments, rather to have further electroshock treatments. I want you to make certain that she keeps them. Yes, I will. Mrs. James, will you set up four weekly appointments starting this Thursday for Ethel Janowski? Yes, there's one other thing, Mrs. Janowski. Yes? Try to encourage her to do something about her weight. Those pounds put a massive strain on her heart. And Dr. Gerard said he'd help us at the unemployment office. I mean, he'll explain that you can't go back to work right away. Everything's going to be fine again. I know it will. as soon as we get home. Do you know who stayed at the house last week? Rosalie. She was all beat up. You said she didn't have any money for a room, so I let her stay. I finally had to tell her to leave. She brought men home with her. Different men every night. Needed. Well, I hope she's over those terrible rages. Have some black coffee, though. The person's never too old to watch her figure. Did you like your spread, dear? Wilworth's had a sale Monday. It's a pretty color, isn't it? I thought it'd be just the right touch for your homecoming. Did you know they tried to kill me? That goddamn Jew doctor gave them orders not to give me enough to eat. Two lousy boiled eggs and a piece of dry toast for breakfast. They were trying to save money and starve me while they were at it. 
Dr. Gerard just wants you to lose a little weight. Why? What do I need to lose weight for? For your heart, Ethel. My heart's just fine as long as my stomach's not empty. What's the idea of locking up the food? We'll have no fresh meat or milk until you learn to curb your appetite. What? We'll eat three times a day and three times only. Everything we eat will come from this cabinet. And I will have the only key. When you learn not to stuff yourself, we can use the icebox again. Do you think I'm going to let you starve me? Do you realize how much you've been eating? It costs a fortune to feed you. The unemployment checks aren't half enough. Give me the key. You keep this up and you're going to wind up right back in the hospital. I want to eat. Give me that key. Do you want me to phone Dr. Gerard? <laughs> I'm going to phone. You and that paper trying to starve me to death, but you're not going to do it. <laughs> 
This is Ethel Janowski, and I want to place our order. Look, we gotta eat! Okay, okay. We'll pay for everything. The old bills, too. Just have the boy bring the groceries, and I'll pay for them, okay? Yeah, our regular weekly order. But give me four half gallons of ice cream instead of two. I'm supposed to get $80 before I leave your order. Well, bring it in. Just set it down there. Well, Mr. Crusoe says I've got to get the $80 first. I don't have $80. I've only got $450. You're a nut.
time. I don't believe it, but I think you've gotten even fatter. Well, they feed you in that nut house. Where's Grandma? She's not here, Rosalie. Where is she? Uh, she's gone to visit somebody. Well, I'll be staying here for a few days. What's this blood all over the floor? I cut myself on a broken bottle. I've been staying with Mama. She told me to tell you hello. She's still living with that Filipino near to Stockton. Anyway, I guess she's better off sleeping with that little brown man than being drunk all the time. How have you been, Ethel? Did they help you at all at that hospital? They don't help you in those places. I'm going to stay here a while, and I want you to do me a favor. All right. There's this guy that I don't want to see. His name's John. And if he comes here looking for me, tell him I don't ever want to see him again. Why not? Because he beat the shit out of me, that's why. My grandmother doesn't want to talk to you. Ethel? I told her what you did to me. My grandmother doesn't want to talk to you!
smell what's upstairs? Grandma must have shit all over her bed before she left. I didn't smell anything. Well, you wouldn't. You're too busy cooking or eating. Who was that man last night? Look, Ethel, I've got a lot of friends here, and I might be bringing them home. Know what I mean? I want to give you some money for letting me stay here. Thanks, Rosalie. That soil's no good, Ethel. What? I told your grandmother when she planted that flower bed, all she'd get would be weeds. Well, I'm not planting flowers. I gotta bury a dead cat. Well, why don't you put it out with the garbage? Because it stinks too much. That ground's too rocky. You won't be able to dig very deeply. being angry with me, baby. Leave me alone, you dirty son of a bitch. Now, sweet, could I just explain? Let me alone. Rosalie, I love you. 
So could I just I'm explain? Not to you. Rosalie, I'm that not woman listening. didn't mean a thing listening. to me. I'm not listening to you. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. Look, I told you that woman didn't mean a thing to me. I only went to LA with her for the money. So where's the money? Well, that's it. She didn't have any. She was just giving me a line, promising me she'd get me into films. That lying bitch. You know you're the only one I love. Bullshit. Look, I want some good loving, not some old bag. There's a knot hole on the back fence. Try that. Come on, Rosalie. You know that I love you. If you love me so much, how come you beat the hell out of me? Rosalie, I'm going to tell you the truth for once, okay? You need a good beating every once in a while. All women do. And you especially. Okay? I've come to see your grandmother. Ethel, go get your grandmother. <laughs> Mrs. Janowski? Where's your grandmother? Ethel, answer me. Ethel, answer me. I know that you're in there. I'm going away for the weekend, and I want to talk to you and your grandmother before I go. Ethel, you've missed three electroshock treatments in a row, and I want to know the reason for it. Ethel?
Hi, sweet food. Hi. How'd you sleep? Lousy. John, I want you to meet my sister, Ethel. What the hell have you been eating? John, she's my sister. Please don't be mean. It's her house. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, Ethel. I'm glad to know you. Can you spare one of your sweet rolls? Are you sure? but never a man putting on makeup. Look, dummy, that old chick I went off with works in a Hollywood studio. And she told me all those big stars wear makeup. That's why they look so good. Like they've got a suntan. <laughs> you stupid whore.
the bathroom was wonderful, girl. <laughs> oh. Watch out, Slav. <laughs> Some nasal medicine the doctor prescribed. John and I both got sinuses. Oh. But it's getting dark out now. You've got to get to work, lazy girl. Huh. If that's who I think it is, I might not have to go out tonight. You got a regular trick? Uh-huh. Evening. I'm with the police department, missing persons division. My name is McDonough. Maybe I better get my sister. This isn't my house. I'm just visiting. Ethel? 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 This is my sister. She's the one that lives here. Hello. I'm Detective Sergeant McDonough. I'm investigating the disappearance of Glenn Dickey, the kid who works for Caruso's Market. Well, I don't know anything about that. Caruso says he never came back to the store after making a delivery to your house three days ago. He brought me the food and I paid him. How much was that? What? How much did you pay him? Uh, $80, I think it was. Did the boy seem upset or act strangely? No. Which way did he go when he left? I didn't see. Well, he'll probably show up in a day or so. I expect he's having a fling with your $80 in Tijuana. Yeah. I guess so. In any case, thanks for your time. Good night. Good night, Detective Sergeant. Good night. Ethel, what's that all about? Dummy, didn't you hear what the cops said? The kid went to Tijuana to get laid. I'm going to watch Gunsmoke. Now quit wasting valuable time. Okay, okay, I'm just curious. Besides, I gotta get a coat. It's cold outside. Mm, you don't need no coat. Shouldn't cover up that cute little rump of yours with that coat. Time's wasted.
Hey, what's that smell? I don't know. I smelled it the other day, too. Near Granny's room. It smells like something dead. God almighty, there's something dead in there, all right. It's locked. I'll go get Ethel. She must have a key. Ethel? Ethel? What is it, Rosalie? We've got to do something about that stink in Grandma's room. It's so strong we can't sleep. I don't smell anything. Jesus, come over here then. Have you got a key? It's locked. Grandma's got the key. There must be a dead animal in there, a cat or something. I'm gonna have to break it in. Don't do that. Well, we can't live here with a stink. Grandma will probably be back tomorrow. And we can go in without wrecking her door. Well, she is, and I'm gonna break it in.
You shouldn't have tried to go into Grandma's room, Rosalie. No, Ethel, no. Not me, Ethel. Not me. Oh, don't hurt me. Please, Ethel. Please don't hurt me, Ethel. to do something about grandma tomorrow spray a room or something aren't you glad I didn't put you in there with all that stink and everything I'm gonna leave you all in here just like before I won't disturb you I know you want to be alone sometimes I could hear you I know what you were doing with John, Rosalie.
Somebody forgot to close your front door. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to startle you. That's okay. You didn't startle me. I was just going to chop some firewood. I'd uh, like to ask you a few more questions about Glenn Dickey's disappearance. The boy's mother's overwrought, so I promised her that I'd go over all the ground that I'd covered one more time. At first, I thought the boy'd gone off somewhere with friends, but now I don't think so. Well, maybe he stole the $80 and he's afraid to come back. That wouldn't be in keeping with what I've learned about the boy. He's definitely no thief. He was a smart aleck kid. Most kids are at that age. I'm worried the boy might have been mugged. We've had two or three incidents in this neighborhood. Think back. Did anybody see you give Glenn the $80? Yeah. There was this guy down in the street, and he had a gun. He had a gun in broad daylight, and you didn't call the police? Well, I didn't see the gun. But he had his hand in his pocket like it was a gun. I didn't see too clear. So you paid the boy. Then what happened? I paid him the $80, and then the guy followed him down the street. Which direction? To the right. In the direction of the store? Yes. Why didn't you mention all this to me the other night? I forgot. Describe the man that followed Glenn Dickey. He was colored. Short or tall? He was short, I think. What was he wearing? I don't remember. 
I want you to come downtown with me to see if you can identify the man you saw. Look, I told you I didn't see him too clear. Besides, I don't know anything about that kid disappearing. Well, I think you do, Ethel. That's not true. Well, all right, we'll leave it at that. For the time being, anyway. You know, it really would be a good idea if you uh, kept that front door locked. Like I said, uh, we've had trouble in this neighborhood before.
Okay, we're back. There you go. There you have it. Criminally insane. Not sure what the morals of this story is, but... All I know is... You try to padlock that refrigerator and... Ethel, she's she just ain't having it. You're you're gonna get cut. You're gonna get slashed. Probably lose your life trying to keep her from her midnight snack. Thank you to Phil Blankenship for putting this CD together. I failed to mention this at the beginning of the show, but Phil also has focused his energies into curating films, all types of, I don't want to say B-movies, but probably action, horror, the weird, etc. The fine curatorial skills of Phil Blankenship. Well, that's it for me. For the Eternal Now, my name is Andy Ortman. I should have a Halloween thingy for y'all. Just right around the corner. Thought I'd give you a little, a tasty treat. A morsel to tide you over. Thanks for tuning in. And we are in pledge season again. So if you liked what you heard here... Even if you didn't, go ahead and donate. There's something at this station that's keeping you afloat. I'm sure you're getting turned on by all kinds of programming here at this fine, fine station. If it's not my show, it's someone else's show. You know it's true. Okay, that's enough from me for now. I'll see you soon. Good night.